2: this is an official download from the custardTV.com.
1: hello there and welcome to the second edition of the upside down cast where myself and matt hello matt hello, hello gary hello we'll be talking about the second series of stranger things Just to set you straight, we did originally say we were going to do about two episodes per podcast, but we've decided to have a little change. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about episodes three, four and five. Uh, that being so that we can do seven, six and seven and eight and nine together yeah. in the next two episodes.
2: There's an odd number of um, episodes, so we would have had to have done one on one otherwise. So we thought... As we as it's been a while since our last podcast, we thought we'd do th- these three and then crack on and watch the rest. I,
1: I think the thing is, both of us are itching to watch the shows, and we're both restraining mm. ourselves, aren't we? Mm. By only watching what we're going to talk about, so it's fresh yeah. in our minds, and yes. you know, all, all for discussion. So you might find that the next episode might include four episodes <laughs> mm. <laughs> if we're not, not careful. Aggressive. But well, probably not. No, okay. So where we left episode two was uh, Dustin uh, and the dustbin. Hey uh and Dusty's bin Dusty's been. bin, Dustin's bin. Oh, Dusty's uh, bin and you saw the bin shaking and him wearing his ghostbusters uniform and basically he opens the bin and shouts kind of oh my goodness and then right at the beginning of episode 3 no delays in 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 kind of storyline we find out about him finding this kind of now what would you call this uh, hasn't been given a name in the show apart from D'Artagnan. I would just say creature and he feeds him nougat because they've just come back from their uh, uh, the successful well, uh, a, Halloween
2: uh, it's outing. It's a Three they? Musketeers bar. That's what now, he feeds him. Head Go on. I'm
1: not familiar with those. Are you?
2: I'm not, but I, I'll tell you what I did have this week because we were talking about American candy. The Smiths, where my post office is based, um, had, sells that American candy, and oh, a yeah. lot of it. Just gets Bought, so it ends up in the staff room. Like once it's gone past its sell-by date, I oh, had yeah. my first tootsie roll this week. Oh, really? And a review? Not, sure. not impressed. Underwhelmed. Oh. It, just a bit odd. Like it's like chewing chocolate.
1: Ooh. I tell you what, I might do as a celebration at the end of this podcast—not yeah. this one, but the whole series. I might try because I know of an American candy store in London. I might try and get hold of some Three Musketeer
2: bars for us. Yeah, I How's might that? do that as well. As I say, it's, it's not too much of an issue for me. Yeah. I had some Mike and Ike's as well, which I enjoyed more. Anyway. Look out
1: for that spin-off podcast. Matt go, reviews Go candy. back to, go back <laughs>
2: to um, so the Three Musketeers bar. Uh, that's where Dustin names him D'Artagnan
1: because of the Three yeah. Musketeers and the fact that D'Artagnan was the not one of the Three Musketeers, so, you know, the extra. Uh, and he, he takes him into school. They, they lose Dart. Uh, his name gets shortened like all things in america uh and 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 then he there's this kind of like wonderful scene of, of where the four different boys with their walkie talkies are trying to find him um and this of course the end, you've got this max is the as end, well.
2: this is the end of episode
1: three they split up to try and find dot and as you've mentioned will finds him first and then so he opened, but he's in like the the school the, the teacher's toilets i think it was Certainly didn't look Mm. like kids' toilets. They look like teachers' toilets. He opens the door. Dart is sitting there. And Dart makes this noise and Will starts to have one of his now memories. Mm. It causes him to have one of these kind of waking moments that we talked about. Uh, Luckily for Dart, Dustin is the next one that finds him and picks him up and sticks him under his hat. uh, And tells him to be quiet and runs away. When the others arrive to find Will having one of his moments, Dustin then takes him home. Uh, thinking that nothing is particularly wrong but obviously we're now seeing and, and at this point we're beginning to notice Darts now from slug size to what, hamster size? <laughs> I'm trying to sort of yeah, equate it for those who don't have the same visuals, you know but he's Newt, definitely Newt size Newt, Yeah, he's, he's definitely Chameleon <laughs> Yeah, chameleon uh, and unfortunately uh, then goes off to school or goes off for the next cut of the day and leaves him in the turtle cage when he comes back the next day uh, the turtle cage is empty and there's a big hole in the side. Dart has grown and is eating the cat. Mm. I think out of all the things I've seen in Stranger Things, that might be the most gross thing I've seen. What, the dead cat? But Yeah, the fact that this thing is eating him. And it, you see everything.
2: It was a shock, but in a good way. It was like, yes, this, is, this isn't just a cute little yeah. pet. Dustin, it, this is
1: this YouTube. the first time that he does that kind of thing where do you, do you remember he blow. He sort of shouts and he comes out do you remember what was the Robert A. Hindland thing uh sci-fi film Starship Troopers yeah he looks like a little version of the big
2: worms uh, in Starship yeah, Troopers yeah I hadn't thought about that yeah you're right um what I was going to say as well is that Dustin's relationship with the dart is similar to the one that um Mike had with Eleven in, in season yeah. one hints H- even protective.
1: hiding him, wasn't there? Yeah he's, li- yeah, he's
2: lying to the others that Dart is still missing. You know, after they try and track, track Dart down and can't find him, Dustin doesn't say, oh, I've got him now." He's, they think he's yeah. still missing. Dustin wants to protect him because he sees him as more of a pet, more of a companion than just yeah. a, you know than just a sort of discovery.
1: As I say, this leads to uh, Dustin's kind of eventual re- re- working out that Dart is not something to be messed with when the next day he, he you know after lying to his mother about where the cat is so that he can deal with the cat and with dart he realizes that dart has now grown to the size of a platypus
2: small dog yeah
1: maybe a cat he traps it inside the basement using his uh, that's a baseball catcher's outfit for those of you not familiar with American culture, and a hockey stick through a trail through a trail of some sort of meat, uh, he kind of traps him in, inside and down into their kind of like basement or what it, you know storm drain area. And then he like, Americas Americans have like hurricane uh, cupboards, don't they, and stuff? Shelters. Shelters, yes.
2: Not hurricane so, cupboards.
1: Hurricane cupboards. It's it's just a colloquial term. <laughs> he now goes off on a little mission to try and find the gang. Well, uh, uh, Lucas then leaves looking for the rest of the gang. He knows that Mike is at Wills. will come on to why soon. And on heading over there, he realizes that he needs help soon. He finds Steve, who is Nancy's now ex-boyfriend, and convinces him to bring along a on baseball the... bat. Yeah, he, he's he's picked up uh, Steve to go and um to go and try and help him deal with Dart Uh, because he can't get hold of anyone else and that's where we leave that storyline why don't you take us through uh the next one
2: the next story which is oh with will and everything yeah yeah um so he's getting as we said last time you know the sort of uh waking waking dreams um and bob the sean astin character who's just brilliant i love bob yeah so is unaware that what Will is having is, is more pertinent than just bad dreams, but he's saying that when he was Will's age, he used to get these bad dreams, and he got them until he sort of just confronted who was sort of... Yeah, know, stood the, up to the bully. Well, not the bully. Whatever it was in his nightmare, this sort of like...
1: Yeah, the nightmare. Figure. I mean, the nightmare bully, what you can see. Does. Yeah, not, sorry, yeah, not an was, actual bully. Sorry, like a right.
2: sort of like it, it type figure. That's what I was picturing, yeah. like a scary clown or something like that. He's very like... Na- naive and innocent in a good mm. way Bob I think he's like you know the nerd who grew up but has sort of maintained some of that childlike innocence and which you said
1: women... and you said in the last episode he, he's he's sort of the one that's the most reminiscent about growing up altogether. you know he still sort of has to pinch himself that he's going out with yeah. Joyce you so know because he obviously out with, liked it like... when he yeah
2: who was like maybe like the homecoming queen and he was yeah. the nerd. He was he probably was like the, the boy you know, he was one of the boys. He was like, Oh dog. yeah, he was probably I, the head of the A yeah, V club, why. yeah. While they're sort of looking for Dart, he gets again one of these things happens to him, as you said, while he, he finds him in the bathroom and mm. he goes out and he sort of confronts him and what happens is he's almost like swallowed up by him. Mm. By this, it sort of like wraps itself around him and yeah, it's him. it's it's
1: hard to almost even really bit describe, like isn't
2: it? I mean, that now that's a good
1: example. I hadn't thought of that. That's a good that's a good link.
2: What else happens here is that um, Joyce, because uh, the boys borrowed Bob's camera, didn't they? In in the Halloween episode, while they went trick or treating, and Joyce watching the watching the footage of Will sees in the background like something around him, and then uses uses some lovely tracing paper. To, uh, yeah to sort of there's like a a cloud a shadow in the background, would you say like a yeah representation and then she uses it and puts it against his drawing that he's some of his drawings he's previously done and as a result then he starts this this sort of frantic drawing, doesn't he and yeah um, she
1: certainly decides she suddenly decides instead of trying to get will to explain what's wrong with him mm. she she gives him the pen and paper and at this point hopper is there as well.
2: Yeah, well, she um, keeps calling Hopper, doesn't she? she keeps, and there's a reason why Hopper isn't there.
1: Which we'll come on I mean, to. She,
2: yeah, and... Will is drawing more and more of these things, and she's putting them linking together, and he and he realises, Hopper realises, that they are vines, and he goes mm. off, doesn't he? He then gets up and says, like, something's happened to Hopper, um, and they draw. he draws more and more of these things, and they go all around the house. This is where Bob comes back and gets into his sort of his his sort of shines in this bit for me, where he yes. works out that what Will is drawing is almost like a map of the town, like the, almost like the yeah. He way. sees
1: he sees the lake first of all, doesn't he doesn't he sees a lake on the wall and then he Make goes. Count, well, that's that, that, that lake. And this was the most reminiscent of series one bit, of uh, series one that I got in series one. Joyce is not this kind of well together she's absolutely out of her mind about will being lost um and that's where you get the whole flashing light sequence and there's a little bit of a return of that and i feel like this is where winona Ryder becomes a much better actress than i actually gave her credit for because i thought she was just acting as someone who's mad now that she's been returned she gets with to will, relax
2: a bit more, doesn't yeah she?
1: but you see that tension come out of her well once yeah. will is un- un- you know once she understands and agrees that will is under un- you know like there's something wrong with him that kind of, like, uh, automatic terror that she gets, and then this realisation of these of these pictures is just fantastic. I think she does it so well. I, I I really don't think I credited her enough in Series
2: 1 of how yeah. good she was. And I would add to that that um, Noah Schnapp, who plays Will, um, was excellent yeah. in all of this when he's acting that he's getting <coughs> this episode. Like, the beginning of Episode 4, he's literally shaking, standing up on the spot, isn't he? He's literally, yeah. like, rolling. And I thought he's so good and his sort of emotions, his chemistry with Nona Rider, because he wasn't in season one all that much. You know, he was, he went he was in the lights. He was on. in the upside down world. He was so in I the mean, lights. Yeah. yeah. He was only in the very beginning and the very end. So we didn't see a lot of him. And I think he was sort of almost like an unknown quantity mm. as an actor going into this um, season. And I think he's more than proven himself that he's, you know, he's absolutely brilliant because I'm guessing at the time, you know, they, they didn't think maybe they would get more than season one. Casting for Will, you know, they they probably weren't looking for someone maybe as talented as the other three boys because he didn't have to be on screen. But I think he has been of the four the standout here for me so far. I
1: I had it described last year to me as they hired him like I do an actor in Casualty that gets injured in scene one, (laughs) and then and then and then after after you know it comes round at the end of episode seven or so, and it is the same thing. You know, he gets. He, he goes missing in episode one and he comes back in the last episode you know it's not a big role but they they have done well and in, in, it shows their good casting because as you say who knew he'd be so good
2: they finally realize sort of like where the mark is that you know um will has told where hopper is sort of thing bob works out where in the town using mm. like you know it's not to scale blah 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 but eventually they find yeah, he's using Hopper's tape
1: measures and rulers which i loved yeah.
2: Again, he's not being told who he's trying to find or who what what he's But he's doing. going
1: along with it. Do you think do you think yeah. maybe this... I mean, I've said
2: I, I have my Bob theory, you know, and, and because yeah. of
1: course any time there's someone new what you is think the
2: Bob
1: theory. Well, the, he's he's involved he's, he's he was sent by the
2: facet facility yeah. to keep an eye on women's this last time.
1: I think he's working for the facility. Yeah.
2: I and had I, that, think the, I had that theory as well. I I, yeah. I, I understand why. I, I was thinking is Bob all he seems because of that stuff with the certainly the stuff in episode three with the stand ups to him, blah blah blah, that seemed all a bit sinister. Why yeah. this episode? I'm not so sure. I think he might be on the side of, of the good guys,
1: here. only that uh, just I think he's he's very accepting of all of this
2: yeah. for somebody who works at Radio Jack. I think because he, he's in love with Joyce, I think that's what it is. Mm. You know, he's got sort of a, a almost like a affinity with like Will because I think he sees a bit of himself as a as a youngster in will do you want to go into hopper's bit now and then we can yeah sort of link well th- and, yeah. Th- th-
1: there's a lot going on with hopper in these three episodes but that th- when we when we last met him uh, he was just about to get home and realize that hopper that 11 wasn't there and he argues with 11 about this kind of little trip out that she has he keeps
2: saying i will talk to the facility about where your mum is about what's well, going no. on and what's it, what he sorry gary can i just God. sort of butt in there um well first of all because we got those the flashbacks in episode two and they finish in episode three with you know seeing how 11 oh yeah they set up how they set up the cabin and everything yeah he's got three rules hasn't he that she can't yeah uh, she can't go out she can't what i can't remember what the three rules are but basically not leaving yeah um,
1: Always opening the door to him when he uses the yeah, secret
2: knock when, or something. The secret knock, and as you mentioned last time, the tripwire and things like that. Basically, he has promised that eventually she will be reunited with Mike. Why, where she's sort of quite basic; she doesn't understand the difference between sort of protection and being lied to, and
1: and she basically hmm. uses her, her her abilities and blows all the windows and very shuts her Because
2: Carrie. Carrie was very much a story of a girl, like a teenage girl, going through puberty and things like that.
1: Well, you talked about that Hopper was at Joyce and Will's house, and when he leaves, because he thinks he's, he thinks he's linked it together, this idea of these, um, what did he call them? He called them vines, didn't he?
2: Yeah. Of
1: something he found when he was investigating the pumpkin stuff in, in, in episodes one and two. So he heads to the fields and starts digging, and he finds this network of tunnels. In its, in its, in its tunnels, has got these spores. Now, the spores that I'm talking about are these things that you saw in episode one and two in the facility. It was Hopper, wasn't it? Who went to the facility and sort of was yeah, complaining originally. about, yeah, you know, what are you doing? You know, because they've got this kind of agreement. You know, he keeps but, the yeah. he keeps the facility out of the public eye. The facility keep the monsters away. That hissing
2: sound that that um, Dart's making sounds very sort of reminiscent of these like vines that Hopper gets trapped in down, you mm. know, under 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 the field that he digs. The vines sort of trap him in, and he he ends up being. Completely covered by the vines, and that's why the Will gets this vision saying, "You know, Hopper's in trouble," and that's where the sort of the Bob stuff starts.
1: And and right at the end of episode five, what we get is that obviously Joyce and Bob find uh, yeah. Hopper, and uh, just as they're arriving, also the uh, scientists and people from the facility arrive. They're in hazmat yeah. suits, and they oh, start right, to they- go into the tunnel, and they start using torches to, or what do they call? What do you call them? flamethrowers blow flamethrowers uh to start to to, to what to, to to sort of blow the the vines apart and as they do that willy's being affected because willy's yeah. has ingested the monster he begins to feel the same pain that the monster is feeling they talk a lot about him being a spy in the monster world
2: yeah. They? yeah which i thought and was well, interesting i mean i really liked episode three and i know you really liked episode four because you've told me this yeah. several episode- times i found episode four not not a criticism really but i think i found it the weakest of the three because three and five had really good sort of final set pieces in five the set piece was what we just talked about with hopper Mm. and bob trying to solve the the mystery of what will's drawings were in um three it was this great set piece at the school after all the classes had finished. And they were looking for Dart and at the same time, Eleven, because she'd um thought, you know, had this sort of thing with Hopper that, you know, you know, I'm never gonna see Mike again. I'm gonna to go to the city yeah. to find Mike. And she she on her way sort of encounters these um this mother and daughter who uh, notify the police and that, that links back to the conspiracy theorist who said like he saw a Russian girl in town, the the the, the description that they give this mother and daughter yeah similar to his of Eleven and then she makes her way to the school and um, is searching for the boys at the same time the boys are searching for start. so it's a really good sort of tension filled sequence that ends with Will having his like dream where he's you know he, he almost mm. suggests this, the, the, the monster that you see um, but Eleven comes across Will at while uh, Max the, the, the girl who is sort of coming into their gang more and more, you know, Dustin and Lucas are still trying to sort of romantically pursue her. Mm. Uh, Mike is the one who's, who's hesitant because he doesn't feel like they need another member. He still sees 11 as part of the gang. Yeah. It's
1: it's, it's kind of almost like he doesn't
2: want an 11 replacement, doesn't he? He No. He wants
1: 11. So.
2: And 11 spots them and thinks, you know, he's, he's moved on, he's found someone else. And Mm. basically sort of knocks Max off her skateboard, doesn't she? And, Max saying oh it's like it felt like like a magnetic force mike like, yeah
1: and, and, and heads straight, straight for the goes, door doesn't he and
2: but she's gone door, but 11's already gone um this leads to the whole confrontation with hopper the whole sort of carry thing that we talked about earlier you know he's mad that she's left the house that she's um broken the rules that i uh, were called the don't be stupid rules that's what, what yes
1: they, that was it yeah um, don't be stupid
2: more and more, you know, he he's basically cuts off use of the TV and she's using her telekinetic powers to try and stop him doing this. He eventually does it, so she sort of knocks down bookcases and, and again, a great scene where all See. shatters all the windows and he basically um, leaves the house the next day. He says, well, we can think about sorting the TV out if you tidy up all the mess you've made. So she starts tidying the house. But she finds the folder about Hawkins' lab and finds out that you know, she's got a mother, she, her mother, who's Terry, again, this is something that Hopper's kept from her, so, um, she, next time we see her, she's hopping off a truck, isn't she? And, I would yeah. love to see that, that sort of, scene where this truck driver agreed to pick 11 up and what they were talking about for hours
1: well also also why i mean you get a hint that you know that that, because he says oh you know uh, make sure you apologize to your mother so she obviously told him some sort of story like yeah i'd run away from home please take me home
2: she arrives to um terry's house and you find out that she has got the nosebleed that 11 always gets when she uses her her telekinetic ability it's sort Mm. of one thing I was thinking while watching this was you really wouldn't want to call 11 round for a movie night, would you? Because all she'd no. do, would be, you know, steal a bit of your clothes, wrap them around her head and and go into blooming like a, a, one of these under the skin style scenes where she's with the person and like delving into their memories and things like that. So
1: to be fair, if you're watching a movie, she's not likely one of these ones that's going to go, what happened there? Who's that? She's going <laughs> to stay quiet. So to be fair, 50, I, yeah. 50 on that one.
2: And she basically sees the ju- her, almost her journey from um, being born and taken away by Matthew Modine's character mm. um, to uh, Terry getting a gun from the safe, which is the two to the left, three to the right. That's how to open the safe. Yep. And then Rainbow is the Rainbow. When she gets to the facility, the Rainbow Room is where she finds Eleven playing with another girl. Who I'm assuming is the number eight who we saw at the beginning of the series.
1: Yeah, that maybe was, that's that a good what, shout.
2: That, I didn't that, think that was, of that. She's pulled away just before, like, she's able to reconnect with her daughter. She's then electrocuted, and that's the four fifty, that's the voltage Yeah. she's given. That's um, where... and then she basically ends up in her sort of catatonic state, isn't it? She's all sorry, go that's, on, that's where that's
1: where I think the facility are either trying to test her abilities. Mm or they're trying to block them, because the she
2: did She did
1: manage to get, as you say, into the facility, she knew where things were. How did she do all of that? You know, the, the love yeah. of, a, of a mother. Hey,
0: can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to Hensonshaving.com slash holiday. and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For, her, um, for a young child, is obviously very strong. But I don't think it can make you work out safe combinations.
2: So, so that, yeah, yeah,
1: I, yeah mm. I think there's definitely something about Terry having abilities that the facility tried to
2: drain from her.
1: In the same way that they were testing on doing an 11 in series one
2: yeah and of course she's the 11th so, so is terry what? terry what? Mm. Ooh, or like okay. three um yeah. well we may find out but the the one bit that i didn't mention right at the beginning is that terry touches her, touches her arm when she's she goes into this sort of void and says get out she knows eleven is there. Well, we know that she knows eleven's there because they mentioned that anyway. So that's 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 where eleven's up to, I think. In, in I, of- I
1: have seen some comments online, and I will use my, my citation of IMDb. Some people aren't happy with this this little bit of a term. They feel like this is something to distract eleven from being involved in the main storyline back at uh, back at the mm. back at the town. But I still feel this is good, and I think it ties in with that. As you said, you've got if this is if it is eight that she saw playing with her in that little flashback, then it ties that back in. Cause we've not seen those characters since the very beginning of the series. Mm. Uh, and I think it does bring out something. I mean, I think it's logical. I, I don't necessarily agree. Have you seen anything? or Have you thought, what's your the- no, What's your thought on I, this
2: little gap? Uh, story I line mean, I, re- the- I mean, I, I didn't mind it, but as you say, you know, the only other thing she could have done maybe was sort of fill Steve's spot and help, uh, dusting with Dart, maybe something like that. But, I yeah. I like this, and it clears up some of Eleven's backstory in her previous life, as as, as I suppose we should say, her name is Jane in these. Yeah, that's what she. Chris's her name, her name is Jane, but obviously referring to her as Eleven because that's her her no, name in rough. the series. That's the number she was assigned, and um, but no, I really enjoy. I mean, I think Millie Bobby uh, Millie Bobby Brown, easy for me to say, is a fantastic actress. Keep forgetting she's English. She um, can play that? And, yes so, you're playing yeah. you think well that's yeah. what they that's what um hopper should have said just think oh. about me before you leave
1: <laughs> and other bobby brown songs
2: yeah. uh we're on to the um, oh god well it was it i was going to say it was her prerogative to leave but no i just right. think she's she's such a, a fine actress that um you know she she makes all this believable she makes you believe that she's this this sort yeah. of ruined girl you know she's been she's grown up in a lab her entire life she doesn't understand these sort of social interactions uh, it, it, oh. it
1: would be very easy to play this character uh mm. dumb and simple but mm. i think she plays her as innocent yet absolutely wanting to gain knowledge and being surprised about everything she does. i think i think it's great acting because she's doing it as you say there's that simplicity of i don't know much but also of her, the life that she's led and the experiences she's gone through and how it influences her. I, I think it's great acting. M- much in the same way as Will in this series. I think, yeah. I think, for me, those two are the stars at the moment. Moving on to the two more romantic storylines uh, of mm. the series. First, we get Lucas and Max. Now, in, in all the kind of, like, Dart stuff, uh, because Dustin has kind of uh, gone off with, uh, with Dart to try and sort of save him, Max mm. now has his chance to kind of bond with Dart. Lucas. And, lucas sorry. lucas and max lucas and max has his moment <laughs> uh and they, they do begin to bond a little bit but but at one point max is kind of like well look what happened who is 11 you know what's going on she hears all these mm. things but lucas refuses to tell her the secrets of the av club and she kind of like rejects him and goes off and her brother is still a very creepy step character. step brother
2: yeah because he says at one point she's not my sister he makes it very clear to yeah. this girl who he's dating or he's having a little bit of a thing with, she says, hey, we're not waiting for your sister, and she, he's not, she is not my sister. sister. And that's one of the big mysteries of, the, of this, before you go on to Lucas and Max. What mm. is Max's story? Where? Why has she come? There's a lot of stuff about lying and staying away from like Lucas and Will yeah. and those guys, that something has happened in their previous life. I think they, they've they moved from California that maybe something to do with Max lying, and, and he it keeps pl- pinning the blame on The fact that they're there is something to do with her and maybe that she was in the wrong company or she told a lie that backfired or something like that. Yeah, there's something. He then goes,
1: there's a lovely scene where he goes and asks his dad, who I don't know if we've seen his mum and dad before. I think sure. we saw
2: his mum and dad. I don't think I mean we didn't talk about her, but I thought in, in these three episodes Dustin's mum has been amazing. I don't think we've seen um, her yeah. from the moment she was on screen at the beginning of episode three and talking she's got that innocence and you can see where sort of Dustin gets it from. But yeah, I think we saw Lucas's parents. After there was that scene, wasn't there, where Eleven knocked him out? And I think after that, he was recuperating. And I think we'd seen them not much, and his sister as well. It's I just I like the sort of nineteen eighties dads because your other male characters in this are Bob and Hopper, who are both sort of Hopper's like the alpha male, and Mm. Bob's the sort of nerd. And I suppose you've got the AV club teacher as well, who's very nerdy, and you've got these two just sort of you know cardigan wearing, suburban dads who are very funny, very droll, and sort of, I, I, I like that
1: sort I, I of I absolutely stuff. loved that scene, just because, as you say, the thing that Stranger Things does is it does bring that element of comedy in there, and I thought that was a great little bit. Basically, uh, this inspires Lucas to go and sort of, like, uh, apologise to Max. So he arranges with the guy that we saw right at the beginning of the series in the arcades. He agrees to get him a date with Nancy. Uh, so that he can uh, have a moment with Max in the in the back room um, and he kind of explains basically everything that happens in series one
2: mm.
1: the Demi the demigorgon, you know 11 everything. But she doesn't accept it at first. In fact, she rejects it and sort of goes, "You know, it was a nice lie, but you know, you don't expect me to believe all of this."
2: It almost felt again like very meta, like the criticisms that the first yes. season yeah. had. Like read the reviews. It could one have made that, that a little bit more point. believable, and yeah, it's it strange. <laughs> it's strange at times, and yeah, I like that, that scene with Max. Again, I think she is a very good actress. The 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 girl who the, who's I'll find out her name I a mean, it's Sadie Sink, which is which nice. is an awesome. She's very good at this, like. And you would be like that, though. You would be like, "What a fun!" So you wouldn't believe it unless you were. Well,
1: she's she's the first person that really we've seen in this series that doesn't believe. Everyone else
2: is kind of like very
1: quick to very quick to
2: accept. Haven't
1: they? They've seen bits of. Not Bob. I mean, Bob hasn't, and he accepts it all very quickly.
2: But Bob hasn't been told the trick. He doesn't know what it is. He hasn't been told the story. He hasn't been told any of that. She well. what we were saying—that's we, uh, what we were uh, saying earlier. He's, she's basically said, "Don't ask any questions because I can't tell you anything." So he's just mm. going along with whatever's happening. He doesn't know what's going on with Will. He doesn't know that these nightmares and waking memories went anyway. true. Uh,
1: or, or she begins to understand, doesn't she? I think he manages to get through. Well, I'm not what quite happen-
2: sure. What, what, well, what point
1: does he that, manage to get her
2: through? Well, what happens is she she leaves leaves the back room and starts to play on the. You know, she said because he goes, "Friends don't lie." He said. Well, you lied because you got you, you made me think that this arcade game was out of order and that Oh to, yeah. yeah and she said, Oh, maybe I should do you know, maybe the demigorgon's hiding, maybe the evil side and he puts his hand over her mouth and says, shut up, you know, people could be listening. And that is when yeah. she believes what he's saying because his seriousness comes over. And this is when the brother pulls up outside and sees them together and says, what did I say? Stay away Well, from he, she
1: tells him to stay in the, the, the arcade yeah.
2: so that he can't yeah. see him on this occasion. So I think um, coming close to learning about, I wouldn't be surprised that if episode six, we get more of sort of Max's backstory and why they've had to move to Hawkins.
1: And lastly we've got Nancy and Jonathan
2: Nancy Nancy, Nancy. <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry what? Bill Sykes sorry yeah <laughs> Nancy um and this is the, this
1: is the unrequited love story from series one which we do get a little bit more of explanation of what happened in between the two series so Nancy tries to talk to Steve after he, rejecting him at the party and and basically she wants Steve to sort of understand that she was just drunk but Steve is like I'm not having it you said everything you needed to say we're done in a reaction to this she suddenly decides that she wants jonathan to help her tell barbara's parents barb's parents the truth but instead of going to them because she kind of feels like i don't know there's a there's definitely a subplot here about at what point she decides to play a well, game against the facility
2: and i yeah. don't know if it's here or later on because well what happens basically is that they arrange to meet i mean it reminds me of one of my favorite films the conversation with gene hackman i don't know if you've ever seen that where very americans yeah, I was Americans going to say as, as well, well, all the Americans. Because a lot of this, and a lot of this storyline is about, as we spoke last time, Soviet paranoia. And yeah. the scene in the park where they're waiting to meet Bob's parents, and there's all these little, you know, is this person watching me in the park? Is this this person pulling their child on the swing? This person doing yeah. this? Are it's they great. watching this? Because we know that the 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 people the from Hawkins and the people working for them have been listening to this call and know that this meeting is taking place but as you're going to go on to say it is sort of like a double bluff isn't it they know that they are going to get picked up if they go meet bob's parents then you get the scene with sort of again we talked about last last episode sort of insincere paul riser who is sort of like this he's been sent in to clean up the mess from the last the last yeah he's He's. I'm, I'd say Gary. I'm just waiting for him to get mad about something. Well done, Paul Reiser, because yeah. obviously mad. Yeah. before he was mad about I, you. I, I get the joke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just explaining um, it to our younger listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they they, they probably don't,
2: aren't listening anymore.
1: Um, basically, oh. Paul Reiser takes them around the facility. He's kind of like the mm. good cop to all the others, bad cop.
2: He's the antithesis yeah. of Matthew Modine, isn't he, in the yeah. last series? If we
1: admit our mistakes to them and show them what we're doing, maybe they'll leave us alone, which, of course, backfires on him. But basically, he shows them the Demi Gorgon and what they're doing to contain it he kind of admits that, yeah, they had something to do with Barb's disappearance, but those people aren't here anymore. Admit- Does he call it death or disappearance?
2: Yes. Yeah, death. She's
1: dead. I know that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But, you know, he, he might still be calling it disappearance. I think he but, talked
2: about Will's disappearance, maybe.
1: Oh, OK, maybe that was...
2: He funny. said Will's disappearance and Miss, whatever, Miss Holland's death. Paying <laughs> into that Soviet paranoia, they say, what happened? You know, if we reveal the truth, what oh, would happen yes. to the Soviets that's the whole thing here is that there's this paranoia that if they tell the truth that mm. the soviets wouldn't see it as a problem they would see it as an advantage and try and sort of almost copy what they've been doing in in the in the facility that's the, that was the main t- sort of takeaway there is that's yeah. why they're scared that's where they're frightened and this thing is coming out more and more again this is where we see this big sort of vine monster type thing that then later hopper gets trapped by in in the undergrowth
1: but the, then nancy it appears has been taping the whole conversation yeah now i do feel there was one bit I, okay this is the only bit i'm gonna have any criticism for okay would not the would not the facility that is taping people's conversations <laughs> maybe not have patted them down
2: yeah yeah I, I agree with you there. There was there was a sort of bit of dramatic license taken there. That...
1: It's the first time I've ever had any complaint about this series, and mm. it, it, it's minor. And was I can't it, look was it. it in
2: her jacket or was it in a bag? Was it in a bag?
1: I don't excuse either. Either the bag no. or the jacket should have been checked.
2: I agree. I, I,
1: I know it's a plot point, so I'm being picky. I, but... I think
2: at this, at, at the same time, they're not government agents, are they? They're scientists. No, and that's the thing. they're not experienced that sort of special they, they knew how to they knew,
1: they knew how to sort of uh, make the car un- unoperable it's a picky for science
2: thing. for science people it isn't like a sort of dictaphone this is a 1980s yeah. set record massive i think that's the it's, issue with it, isn't it that it's a chunky, it's big yeah color. it's not like something out of the americans that they would have this is a big chunky clunky yeah
1: it, it's it's her own personal it's the thing have. she recorded the charts
2: off of yeah. that previous weekend you know that the, billboard, kind of thing. the Billboard Hot 100. Thank you.
1: Do you remember that
2: in episode one uh, the there conspiracy was a, theorist.
1: a conspiracy theorist who went to Hopper to kind of explain how the Russians were invading or Ma- something?
2: Murray Bauman is the name of the character. Thank
1: you. They take you to his facility after they have their little night in the motel, where they touch hands and think romantic thoughts, and then it's revealed. She went back to Steve because Jonathan didn't make any contact for about about a month. He spent a month looking after Will at the end of Series 1, and he didn't get back in contact with her.
2: The line she has is, why is it we only sort of connect when the world is about to end? Which I thought was a bit of a cheesy line, but one that sort of worked Mm. in this. A bit Buffy-esque. Yeah. I will sort of declare here that I'm not that interested in Jonathan and Nancy. And that, I think, why I had an issue with with Episode 4 is because it was this... This was sort of the chunk of episode four, wasn't it? It was. It was, yeah. This whole thing, this whole bit with the lab, I think, was at four. At five was them going to see the the conspiracy theorists, wasn't it? I I, I think
1: that's why I liked it four. it, because the X-Files fan in me, this was very X-Files, you know, know, Mm -hmm. particularly the two of them together inside a facility was very Mulder and Scully-esque.
2: And I say while we're on shows you like you like we did mention last time that they they had sort of the election signs here and that again was was prevalent throughout. three ah, yes. The when um Dustin goes into the library to get books about what he thinks Dart might be, there's a sign saying "Vote here on November six yeah. or whatever." Yeah, because
1: I <laughs> suppose yeah, if we've just gone past Halloween. Mm. which is october 31st then yeah, yeah. november 6th would they be did voting have day. A
2: date and i don't know if i've I wrote it down but it is it's reagan against uh, mondale is, the, Re- is reagan the,
1: the... reagan sorry say.
2: reagan oh come on you know <laughs> what but i i have a feeling that that whatever happens here will culminate on that night because there are a lot of visual yeah. cues that this is think around the election and i think that uh, the, the front of the yeah they wouldn't do all these little things if it wasn't leading to the the culmination being around election night. No, that's what I think anyway.
1: so they play Karen. the conspiracy theorist the tape and he suddenly decides to to drink vodka as you do but basically he's saying there's like there's too much here you know you and she, Nancy can't go her head around the fact that you know the more that they've got she thinks the more evidence they've got the better but he explains it in a way and says the more you've got, the more that they can get away from your main point, the more they can play, you know, fast and loose with well, the truth.
2: What he says, and I, again, a great line is that, you know, most people aren't like you and me who like to peer behind the curtain. Most yeah. people like the curtain. They like that coziness. Yeah. They're going to struggle to believe this because it is too much. There's too much truth. We need to lie, but at the same time, sort of incriminate the people behind Bob's death. But and tell, and, and tell there's a strong. That they,
1: sorry, what I say, there's a strong political link here because, uh, and I did a little bit of research. Mondale, the politician who lost the election, was very going to be very hard line with the Russians. That was his kind of way of dealing with things. Whereas Reagan, and obviously as taught in, in, in what actually happened in reality, was more about engaging with the Russians. So, as you say, the majority of Americans were quite. There's a whole sort of side of the Americans that would have been quite happy for the curtain to be left, and nothing to be done. Mm. But as you say, less and less people would have wanted to do what Reagan did, and actually, instead of just leaving the Iron Curtain this wasn't about is the arc
2: this was just no, a metaphor I think I, I
1: think narrative. the metaphor is there it, it, uh, yeah. about the political sense of the time as well that people would have been very happy to leave Russia alone and it's but... clever
2: how they they're weaving this in a bit more than mm. they did in the first season you know that 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 paranoia about the the soviets and all that and I I did, as a, as a fan of the americans I I did mm. appreciate that what they decide to do between them Nancy and Murray Jonathan is very much a sort of backseat driver at this point while they're filming. Murray no, is black. such
1: a dull actor, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't like him,
2: jo- Jonathan.
1: Yeah, he's just got he's he's got nothing. I of know him.
2: what you mean. He's well, he hasn't got a lot to work with. It's be a bit moody. Is is, is I think his direction.
1: Mm. I still feel Charlie, I still feel Charlie like he,
2: I still feel like he's act. not that great. What they do decide is that that there's sort of some sort of nuclear accident that happened there some sort of chemical yeah. village like a th- a three mile island type thing, yeah and that's i was what just I'm gonna happy. say that's what they're trying to cover up. well one thing in particular again and <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> we praised in the um first episode of this podcast was that um the music and there are several bits where i just thought the th- the end of, of episode three mm-hmm. with all the the set piece with as we said the, the search for Dart and 11 coming to the school that is scored fantastically yeah as is the stuff where with 11 in her childhood bedroom when she sees that for the first time when Yeah. She's, you know i i i love the sort of the the score as we talked about there are some songs from the times some sort of like the scarface song for example but this Score that they've got is just fantastic, and it's used in different ways uh, over a course of. Uh, course I am
1: constantly reminded as I watch this series of the film Donnie Darko. A because of the fact that it's set in the very similar timeline, the fact that it has great 80s music. You know, there's a fantastic scene in um, Donnie Darko with Tears for Fears song in as, it.
2: Are we going to grade these again or no? Yes, let's
1: let's grade episodes four, five, uh, three, four, and five. Uh, yes, have your rating for episode three first
2: three i would say um i would give it b plus three
1: i will go with a b i i wasn't as amazed with it but i uh, i do think it dealt very well you know we obviously got the beginning of the dark storyline which is obviously going to be very important
2: at the end so i I did like it yeah i love that final set piece i thought that was fantastic it's one of the things that will stick with me about stranger things so that's that's why i'm my grade
1: I think episode four was possibly the best one of the series yet. So that will get a straight A minus from me. I did like the stuff in the facility because I think it does work into the conspiracy theory brilliantly. uh, And I just came away for it. And yeah, I probably have said twice now to Matt that I loved it. And and so far, that is my favourite of the series.
2: I would actually controversially maybe go B minus. Okay. um, Which I think is what I gave to two. There wasn't enough with the boys. That's what I felt. Apart from Will... The other three were on the screen, the least that they've been throughout this Some people have so said far. that
1: Mike isn't in this as much. Seriously, Mike, and I know we talked about him because he's popped up, but what is Mike actually doing at the moment? And,
2: yeah, you know, he's a, second, is a good point. You're right, because the other three boys have got, Dustin's got Dart, Lucas has got the stuff with Max, and yep. Will's got his sort of fits and stuff and and Mike's because 11 isn't in it
1: you yeah you haven't got the 11 mike storyline yeah so much of series one
2: so i, I yeah. agree with that but yeah i i think that the boys are on it less there's a lot of jonathan nancy stuff which i said i wasn't a fan of sean yeah. astin's not in it either it's just a bit it, of the three it was sort of going from what happened in the first three episodes to what's happening in the next three episodes it's sort of a joining episode but saying that i would say Five was probably my favourite so far, and I would probably give that an A minus.
1: I got to go B plus because it wasn't as good as four for me, but I do think there was a lot of um, a lot of good action. All the stuff in the catacombs, the, yeah. the brilliant the brilliant scene where Bob just suddenly clicks like a light yeah. bulb and goes, "That's that lake," and th- and there, that is great. And then he suddenly is running round the house. I, d- I do think that was a great sort of action, you know, equivalent of an action scene. as you're going to get in something like this? I have high hopes for six and seven.
2: Um, um, I've heard some bad things about Seven.
1: Okay, just to frame it so that we know where we are, when we leave episode five, you've got Will having an attack because the yeah. uh, the facility are flame well, throwing you, inside the, you uh, the, the, the
2: vines. I mean, you've mentioned the end of episode five, haven't you? It's the, I know, the but I just want to frame it
1: ready for the Popper next, episode, being, ready yes, for the next podcast. Hopper being
2: freed by Bob and Joyce, the scientist people, because they've been testing the soil, as you said, and that's why
1: yeah.
2: Paul Reiser's seen the stuff and he's gone oh god we 've got to get down there, so that yeah. sort of all coincides at the same time, and that's where we've left it at the end of five, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to I'll probably watch six now, although I have got Ricardo coming, so
1: survive so, so well no I've, I want to watch episode six, not that I've got Ricardo coming uh, just to, <laughs> just to, to, I've not got your Ricardo don't panic. If you want to get in contact with us, the best way is probably these three ways. one is you can get in touch with us on Twitter uh, at the Gary Show for me and.
2: And Matt's TV Bites
1: format you can email us <laughs> uh, custardtvreviews at gmail.com and you can uh, what will be the third way uh, good way, Facebook Facebook Facebook. Facebook search the Custom TV on Facebook give us a like and uh, and let us know we do have uh, various options on Patreon uh, we've talked about that a lot on the main podcast so I would just say to you if you go to Patreon but if you don't dash, listen
2: to the main podcast if this is yeah. us this is you listening to us for the first time then hey, go you know, to plus the, plus the TV and listen to more bonus or awesome content.
1: And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time on the Upside Downcast.
2: With the Lucky Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.